We'd like to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Pure Bliss Hair Studio and Day Spa in Peoria, Illinois. You can find out more information at their website, pureblisspeoria.com. Hi friends, welcome back to the H&H Hour. My name is Heather Taves, and I'm sitting next to my sister and my co-host, Heidi Bolt. Hello, Heidi. Hi, Heather. Hi, listeners. We're glad you've joined us. It's going to be a fun chat. I agree. I am so glad to welcome anybody who's a first-time listener. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have a lot of faithful listeners that just know on Tuesday mornings the H&H Hour is going to be there, and I hope that they get to, you know, just feel welcomed and loved and cared for as they listen to our guests and to whatever we have on our minds and hearts, but... I want to welcome anybody who's new and just encourage them and say, this podcast was created to help all of us recognize the ordinary things in our life that are really so extraordinary. And we've coined that phrase, ordinary is extraordinary. And it's so funny, Heidi, because our kids use it now. Yeah. (laughs) And they've, they've started to recognize that too, which I think is really fun. But one of the things, Heidi, that we talk about often is just that when you change the lens Mm -hmm. of how you view things in life, whether it be filling sippy cups all day long, (laughs) you know, disciplining your two-year-old or going to the same job every day that you do the same thing over and over and over. When you change how you view it, things happen Mm -hmm. that just make life not easier, right? Because life is not easy. Life mm-hmm. is difficult, but that make it more full. Yeah. That make it um, a place where you you are excited to get up every day, and yeah. you're excited to go. Okay, what in my ordinary day today is going to be extraordinary? Okay, can I give you an example? Sure. Real life. I like real life examples for it's kind of how I learn. Yeah. Is real life stories. Um. So we're in this hard phase, and uh, forgive me if I've already shared this story because I can't really remember. But our three year old when we moved, started going through this hardship of bedtime where at our older home, he would just go to bed perfectly. And now in our new home, he it's been a struggle. Yeah. And to the point where now I have to lay with him every nap and every night time mm-hmm. in order to get him to fall asleep. Otherwise, it's a huge meltdown and it ends up in this big disciplinary struggle. And But I recall when my firstborn was this age, he went through the exact same thing at this age Mm -hmm. where we had a brand new baby and I was taking care of the baby and Kip would have to lay with Crosley Mm -hmm. at night. And so for a while, it was a huge source of frustration for me. And I was really discouraged by it. And I was letting myself get very worked up about it. And so was my husband. And um, then we just kind of came to this conclusion like, hey, this is just the phase we're in. It's going to pass eventually when the newness of being in a new place wears off and Mm -hmm. when he's familiar and comfortable. He's three. This Mm -hmm. is how he's coping. Yeah. Then then we'll switch it up. We'll reevaluate. So in the process, I had taken my sound canceling headphones and decided, hey, if I'm going to have to lay here next to him for maybe an hour, I'm going to listen to a podcast or a sermon and be encouraged and be filled. And so I've been doing that. Mm -hmm. I've been listening with my headphones. And then the other night, our son said, Mom, are you going to listen to a podcast while we fall asleep? And I said, yeah. He goes, would you mind if we listen with you? This is my six-year-old. And I said, yeah, for a little bit, buddy, maybe 10 minutes, and then I'll turn it off so you can fall asleep. Well, within five minutes, they both had fallen asleep Mm -hmm. listening to this man preaching Mm -hmm. the gospel, preaching the word of God. And I just thought how interesting that was. And so all of that to say, 
Like I felt like something that was really frustrating and it become a source of contention and a source of struggle yeah. in our family. Yeah. I had to go, okay, God, you're going to have to give me creative insight to shift what's happening here. Yeah, that's good. Because nothing was working mm-hmm. and we were trying it all. And so anyway, now I just lay with him at night and I listen to a podcast and I do feel like I have been more refreshed mm. in taking that approach. Um, and then last night it was so cute. We were going to bed and I even texted you this. Mm-hmm. My son said, mom, can we please listen to the H&H hour? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't know, Cross. He's like, please, can we listen to one of yours and one of Heather's and a guest? And then our three-year-old Wilder popped up and said, yes, a boy guest. A boy guest. <laughs> so Aww. all of you male guests, we my boys like, love you. Yes. We do like our <laughs> male so. guest perspectives. That's so good. I read this article the other day, and I don't even know if it was made up or real. It doesn't really matter. I think it just was a sweet thing to think about. Someone was complaining about the fact that um, their toddler was – sleeping with them or or similar, you know, wouldn't go to bed without them. And someone made the comment, well, as long as they're not sleeping with you when they're 15, Mm -hmm. to which this seasoned mom Mm -hmm. responded and said, yes, until your 15-year-old has a bad day and then needs to come in and crawl in bed with mom and dad and and remember what it's like to be loved and cared for and comforted. That's right. And, you know, I I just think about that with my 11-year-old. You know, he doesn't need me to lay down with him and go to sleep, but he'll still come and sit on my lap or crawl into bed with us and yeah. just need that that comfort. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think we we need to do that with the Heavenly Father, too. Yeah. You know, those times where sometimes we need him, we need to lay down with him. We need yeah. to just lay there in his presence and let him minister to us. And, you know, as adults, we need that. We need to know that we are loved and that we are cared for and that we are we are his and that he is our father. And I think at any age, that desire and that need to be cared for is there. Yeah, I agree. This morning I read this in um, the devotional, My Utmost for His Highest. And this st- this stood out to me because it, it made me think of the approach we take with this podcast mm-hmm. of trying to change our perspective and make sure we're seeing it through God's perspective. Yeah. And I thought this was so powerful. It said, our circumstances are the means God's, are the means God uses to exhibit just how wonderfully perfect and extraordinarily pure his son is. Hmm. Like our circumstances mm-hmm. are the means God's hmm. use, using. And that was convicting to me. Yeah. Because, you know, we've been kind of walking through a season of some change and some growth and going, okay, God, these circumstances that you're allowing us to be in, they're your means. Yeah. Like, this is your idea. Yeah. <laughs> this is your path. This is your purpose. And just going, okay, am I viewing it through that perspective? But don't we often just want to complain about our circumstances? Oh, absolutely. Or like, God, why are you allowing this to happen? Or why aren't you changing this in my life? Yeah. Or why is life so hard? Yeah. You know, we just, we want to spout off about those where really it's it's opportunities for God, just like that said, to reveal the the perfect image of his son yeah, and bring him glory. Um, I think we have it all backwards really. And yeah. how we often, how we view that. Yeah. But then I think it comes back to our heart condition, doesn't it? Yeah. If we're always going to that negativity. Yeah. Then we're, we're not viewing anything through the wonderfully perfect and extraordinarily pure son of Jesus. Yeah. You know, yeah. Jesus, the son. 
And it doesn't mean that it's easy to do that. No, it's I mean, not. I think about times when I feel that there are circumstances or emotions or struggles in my life that just feel so heavy and that yeah. just feel like there's there's not a lot of good right now mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. Like my heart just doesn't feel a lot of happiness. Mm-hmm. And it's it's difficult to have your attitude match up mm-hmm. with with that. The image of Jesus. With the image with, yeah. with the truth of that. Yeah. You know, but really that's what it is. It's it's allowing our attitude to be what because God never changes. Yeah. Right? It's our attitudes. Absolutely. It's our hearts yeah. that change. Yeah. So if God's never changing, then really the work is on us. Mm-hmm. You know, we we're like, God, do a work in us, do a work in us, do mm-hmm. a work in us. Well, he's never changing. He is who he says he is, yeah. always. Yeah. We are the ones right. who's and through the power of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit is continuing speaking to us and and convicting us and comforting us and guiding us and giving us these opportunities but the work is on us yeah so if we're the ones feeling overwhelmed by something mm-hmm. it's up to us right to get into God's word to get into his presence mm-hmm. to I, I've been thinking about this so much lately and I think I've even said it on here before it's like communing yes with the Holy Spirit yeah like sitting down with him and just partaking of whatever it is that he has laid out for me. Yeah. And that sounds like big churchy words, but that's what it takes. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take opening your Bible and reading one scripture and being mm-hmm. like, okay, good. I did my time with God. Yeah. No, even it though is, God can speak through that. He, and abs- he does. <laughs> he absolutely yeah, can. And sometimes right. that's, that's what you've got. You right. Know, sometimes that's what our, your humanness has. But it's not a checklist. But I don't think that yeah. that's how we, I don't think that's how our heart condition changes. No, no. I think that gives you a, it gives you a little boost. A tiny shot in the arm. A yeah. tiny shot in the arm. Yeah. But I think our hearts change yeah. when we actually commune. Yeah. Get into a place of intimacy with the Holy Spirit and with the Lord where where it does he does begin to then change our hearts. Well, and when you're you know, Psalm twenty three talks about um like the place of rest. Yeah. And so when you're resting in the same place that the Holy Spirit is resting, when you're abiding in him and yeah. you're spending time within that space, yeah. you are going to be renewed. Yeah. You know, your thoughts are going to change. Your outlook is going to change. Your heart is going to be softer. Mm-hmm. Um, our brother-in-law preached yesterday at church. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I was so struck by, and I was actually um, struggling with both my toddlers in the back of the church because neither one of them would go to kids' church. Yeah, I saw you get up and, and walk out with both, both of them. Both of them, my <laughs> one-year-old and my three-year-old. And I thought, Lord, this is, you know, from the very front row. But whatever, this is leadership right mm-hmm. now. This is leadership. Um, so I'm in the back and I didn't get to take notes because they were all over me. But correct me if I'm wrong, Heather. I felt like what I heard him say was he was talking about how every day we have to be choosing to be renewed in Jesus. Mm-hmm to have that salvation in Jesus, that it's it's truly not a one-time deal. Mm-hmm. Yes, you have that recognition of like who Jesus is, that moment of going, oh my goodness, I'm a sinner without God mm-hmm. and I'm going to step into life with Jesus. Mm-hmm. But every day we've got to be walking mm-hmm. that road out. And he said so much more. It was so eloquent and mm-hmm. so beautiful. And I want to re-listen to the podcast mm-hmm. and take notes again. But I just was so struck by that of like, yeah, this is not like... 
Yeah, he might be in this very moment speaking to someone that doesn't know Jesus yet. Yeah. But he's speaking to me. To all of us. The woman that tomorrow mm-hmm. morning needs to wake up and go, God, I'm I'm choosing you today all yeah. over again. Yeah. Like today, no matter what comes up in my day, no matter how much my heart hurts because of a conversation last weekend, mm-hmm. like today I choose you mm-hmm. to be renewed, yeah. to step into salvation with you again. Yeah, that's so good. And that's, that's yes, it is exactly what he was saying. He was definitely talking about the gospel and the righteousness of Jesus. So just this idea that the gospel isn't just a one-time prayer. It isn't just a one-time decision. And as he was talking about this, he was he was really sharing the gospel for people, like you said, that maybe have never made that one-time decision before. But yeah. all I could think about was the gospel is for me, mm-hmm. who made a decision 35 years ago to follow <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. The gospel is for me today, mm-hmm. like continuing to walk in that truth, mm-hmm. in that gospel that one-time decision, it's an everyday choice. Yeah. But I think we like to limit it to a one-time decision. Yeah. We hear the word gospel and we immediately think, oh, it's for people who don't know the Lord. Mm. It's for people, like we need to go out and share the gospel, mm-hmm. right? The gospel is for me. It right. is for you. It yeah. is for all of us every single day as we are, um, as we have already received the righteousness of God. Well, because that... that- Daily applying of God's word, it, it's like working out. You know, I can't yeah. be like, well, you know, I worked out five years ago, so I'm going to call it good. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. No. Like it's the word of God is part of that proper conditioning of our soul every single day. But I think we often want to rely on past experiences. Oh, absolutely. To get us through. Absolutely. Well, I had this encounter with the Holy Spirit last year yeah, or five months ago yeah. or the other day. Or and, yeah, or I served in ministry, and so I kind of have done so, my deal. Yeah, and we yeah. say like, I want that that like that's going to pull me through. Yeah, it just doesn't. No, like it it needs to be something that is ongoing, that is new, that is fresh. That God is that that God is giving you the grace and the mercy and the renewing of your mind every single day. Yeah, and and that looks different. We've talked about this many times. That looks different for everyone. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to be a set time reading your Bible. It doesn't have to be listening to sermons all day long, like it, it looks different for everyone, yeah. but it, that's how your heart changes. Yeah. That's how you go from looking at circumstances mm-hmm. that are really difficult and really hard mm-hmm. and, and being able to walk through those same circumstances. Cause oftentimes they don't change right. immediately. Mm-hmm. It takes a while before that healing comes, but being able to walk through it without feeling like you're in sinking sand. Well, and I, I'll speak for myself, but I think probably everyone listening could go, yep, I've done that too. Mm-hmm. I've walked through seasons where oh, yeah. I have chosen to let my Bible sit oh, yeah. and collect dust yeah. and to be a prop in my bedroom yeah. and not applied it. And I've then gone, man, why am I struggling? Yeah. Why am I feeling like I am making no headway? Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, I've also walked through very difficult seasons where I've kept it a priority. I've kept Jesus on the very forefront and it's been, he's been my everything. Yeah. And the circumstance hasn't changed, but my perspective of it has. Yeah. And I've been able to cope through that adversity or that difficult situation. Right. And so I really do think, um, you know, p- people are going to walk through very, very hard times. Mm-hmm. And it's usually when you don't expect it. Yeah. And the beautiful thing is that we have access to Jesus. Yeah. And I loved what our brother-in-law said yesterday. He painted such a beautiful picture, maybe the best imagery I've ever 
heard someone use in explaining the old way of approaching the presence of God mm-hmm. and the new way. Yeah. Okay. So the old way back in the Old Testament, mm-hmm. back in the days of the Israelites and Moses and the Ten Commandments was there was this tent mm-hmm. and there was the inner place where the Holy of Holies, where the spirit of God resided. Yeah. And once a year, yeah, one priest was allowed to go in there to meet with the presence of God, right? Yeah. To basically atone for all of the sins of the people, right. but he had to go through all like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of steps, rituals, rituals, yeah. and say all of these, um, uh, scriptures and, yeah. and the, all of the right things to be considered worthy to, to be, in because God's God, God cannot be in the, in the presence of sin. Mm-hmm. You know, he is, he is holy. Right. He cannot be. So this had to all be perfect. Yeah. Had to be perfectly lined up. Yeah. They would actually tie a rope around him yeah. so that if he got into that place, the presence of God and had not done everything perfectly. His spirit was not in order. <laughs> yeah. If it wasn't perfect, yeah. he would keel over and die. Yeah. And then they would pull him out yeah. if he died. Because so, no one could go in and get him. Right. Because so then they you, would die. Right. So can you imagine the pressure yeah. of like, you have, we think now like we have to be perfect. Like Instagram has to be perfect. We have to have this perfect identity and no one can see our mistakes. Well, he literally had to be perfect and have done everything perfectly in order to enter the presence of God. To fulfill the law. To fulfill the law. Right. Because that's what they were under, the law. Right. The Old Testament law. Then Jesus comes through a human being, an imperfect human being, comes to earth, lives on earth, performs all these miracles, you know, finds these 12 mixed matched disciples Scrawny that guys. are, yeah, they're screw ups, you know. <laughs> they're um, really the leftovers. The leftovers, like, changes their lives to yes. the point where they change the world. Yeah. You know, and then he goes and he dies on the cross. And, and I just, like, probably, definitely my favorite verse in the whole Bible yeah. is when he breathes his last and he says, It is finished Mm -hmm. and it says the earth shook there was an earthquake and the the curtain yeah that separated the holy of holies in the temple yeah in jerusalem which is where the presence of god was now residing it rips yeah and we're not talking like a little muslim curtain right we're talking huge thick drapery yeah that was um could not be torn by a man's hand it tears Mm -hmm. down the middle and it is gone and it represents that we all have access to Mm -hmm. the presence of god now Mm -hmm. through jesus through the righteousness of jesus He, he was perfect he was without he was the he was the sacrifice that was perfect yeah that none of us could have could have done. None of us could have lived that perfect. We could have tried, mm-hmm. you know, but we would always be at risk yeah. of not having perfected it enough and have to be pulled out by the rope. Right. But Jesus right. and his righteousness. And so now we have this access, but I think we so often live as if we don't. Yeah. We live under the old law of if I'm not perfect, if I don't have it all right, yeah. you know, then something bad is going to happen or God's not going to like me yeah. or I'm going to blame God because yep. my life isn't perfect, but Jesus. Right. And so I just, I loved that imagery. I loved that reminder of the fact that we didn't have access mm-hmm. and now we do. Right. 
And here we are living in a, in a day and age where not only do we have freedom in our country, and there may be people listening who do not have the freedoms that we have. And and I just hope that if there are people listening to this right now and you don't have those freedoms, I want you to know that our hearts are with you. Yeah. And we we value you so deeply. Yeah. And someday if those freedoms get taken from us, mm-hmm. man, we will be finding you That's and right. saying, how do we walk this road? Yeah. But not only do we have that freedom here in our country, but we have access to the Heavenly Father right. who created us, who loved us enough to give us a way out, Yeah, to give us a way to Him. Knowing that none of us could live up to that perfection. Right. Because we, we couldn't. Right. We so, would all fall short. So it's time to stop trying to live in that perfection. Yeah. It's time to start living fully in the presence of the Holy Spirit and not trying to live such perfect lives for the world to see, mm-hmm. let them see our flaws, let them see our messes, because we're going to stand upon the rock. Heather, I also think, don't you think it's time that as a culture, we stop being so flippant about that access to God, mm-hmm. both in our own ability to spend time with Jesus, whatever, however that looks, in prayer or in God's word or in praise, whatever that looks like, but then also in in our local churches. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I look around mm-hmm. and you know, it like we're we're all in it mm-hmm. at with the local church and we have been for for decades now. But I look around and I just go, man, this the culture is so flippant. Like, eh, I want to sleep in today. Mm-hmm. Eh, I'd rather go hiking. Eh, let's just not go. Mm-hmm. And it's it's because they know it's there for them if they want it. Yeah. And there's no commitment. Yeah. But yet, like if there was Man, if if there ever does come a time where we don't get to meet in a corporate place, yeah, and it doesn't get to be a public thing, if it has to be an underground type thing, like, okay, where's your drive and your commitment then? Yeah, like it's your access now is so easy. Yeah, and we've I think we've all got to take really big stock of our hearts and go, man, like, am I in? It's it's consumer mentality. Mm-hmm versus worship mentality. Yeah. Why do you go to church? And it's for a lot of people. Meaning, is it just to check it off? And for a lot of people, it's what can I get yeah, that's from true. this? What are the, What is the church going to give me? Yeah. And really, that's not what the church is about. It's yeah. not what God ever designed the church to be. You can go back and read in Acts and you can read about the early church and God's design for it. And it is. it was about the worship, mm-hmm. the coming together to worship and to be with other believers yeah. who were of like mind. Yeah. Um, and it has turned into consumerism mm-hmm. and it's, it's very sad. And, and really, I don't think that will change here in our country mm-hmm. uh, completely a hundred percent until it gets to the point where it isn't just easy. Yeah. You know, right now it's so easy and I love Mother's Day. I love it. It's fun. And it's fun to see all the moms being celebrated. But honestly, the church wasn't created for Mother's Day. Mm-mm. It wasn't created for photo ops. Mm-mm. It wasn't created for all the moms to get chocolate on Mother's Day. Right. The church was created for the worship mm-hmm. of a God who created us, who That's deserves right. our bowing down and worshiping yeah. him. And I just wonder if sometimes the church has become so commercialized mm-hmm. that we bow to the world's expectations of us mm-hmm. and we promote ourselves and we promote our consumerism instead of promoting worshiping an almighty God and coming to, coming in with expectant hearts that the Holy Spirit is going to do something in our lives and in our hearts. And I could 
I, I sorry, I got up on a big, no. big old pedestal right there. No. But mm-hmm. it just it's time it's time for us to stop viewing the church as consumerism. Yeah. And as as what can they do for me? Yeah. And start thinking about why we're going, mm-hmm. why we're involved, where our hearts are with it. Rant over. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it's so good. And I do think Heather Man, if the people of God can't have hard conversations with each other, yeah. then what is the point? Yeah. You know, if we can't, when when one of us steps off course, off the path, yeah. if the rest of us can't call each other back onto the path mm-hmm. and go, hey, man, we know this is rough, but this is the truth. This yeah. is the way. Yeah. Jesus is the life. Like, this is the way. Mm-hmm. Then really, what is the point? There, yeah. There's not one then. Yeah. If we can't have the hard conversations. Yeah. And I know a lot of people have been hurt by the church. And I've been hurt by the church yep. multiple so times. So have I. Really, really, really hurt. Yeah. Um, and just remembering that the church is made up of imperfect people. I know I've hurt people. Yeah. You know, and I honestly, those are the things that keep me awake at night. Yep. Are the the relational struggles that mm-hmm. have come inside the church. Right. Um, but... The thing is, is that we keep going back because it isn't, it isn't about our feelings. Mm -hmm. It is about the kingdom of God. And so I guess I would just want to say to someone who's listening right now, who one, maybe has a consumer mentality, like check your heart. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of us use the church for our own means Mm -hmm. and that is not what God intends for yeah. it. And if you've been hurt by the church, give it another chance. Yeah. Like there's a lot of people in the church that just love the church because they love Jesus. Right. Not because they love a building, not because they love an organization, but because they love Jesus. And right. they know that the truth of Jesus is what will set them free. Absolutely. And so give it another chance. And and if you are struggling in your church, go talk to your leadership. Mm-hmm. You know, be honest with them. Don't just bail. Right. Like go to them and say, hey, I'm struggling with this. Maybe my perspective is off. Can you can you give some clarity? Help me understand. In this? Can you yeah. help me understand it? Mm-hmm. So many people just bail yeah. when they don't understand something or they have a perspective on something that they have not asked questions about. Go talk to your leadership and you might find that that's not the church for you. Right. But then find one that is and then be there and be planted and be rooted and be be there for God's glory, not for your own. Right. That's such good advice, Heather. I think that's really good. Well, that was kind of a deep conversation. You can always tell when deep we chats. haven't had a chat for a while. No kidding. Just, like dive down into the depths. <laughs> oh, forget the fluff. Forget the fluff. Well, as always, if you have anything that you would like for us to pray about, we say mm-hmm. this a lot and we really do mean it. I think one of my favorite things is when people reach out and they say, Mm -hmm. hey, you said this or this encouraged us, but would you pray for us about this? And we do. We pray for you. So if you need prayer, if you need a place to share your story, reach out to us on our social media, on our Mm -hmm. Instagram or our Facebook page. You can send us a private message and we read them all and we try to respond to them all Mm -hmm. and we do pray for you Mm -hmm. and know that we're in this with you. We're in this life, this ordinary life. We have struggles. We have good days. We have bad days. Um, But as always, just pointing it back to the word, pointing it back, pointing it back to Jesus. Yeah. That's, he's our source. That's right. You know, people ask us like, well, what are your, your best mom hacks? And I, I, I want to be like, I'm terrible at mom hacks, but I go. I, I can I go give you my, Jesus. <laughs> I've got my Bible. I mean, yeah. really, that, yeah. that's my answer. Yeah. That's my answer for almost everything. That's so good. All right, Heather. Good chat. 
Thanks for joining us on this episode of the H&H Hour. Um, we want to thank our sponsor quickly for today. Yes. Pure Bliss Hair Studio and Day Spa in Peoria, Illinois. Yes. Oh, so some exciting news. Okay. Okay, so last week here in our city, we have this really cool thing called Best of the Best. Yeah. And one of the um, local newspapers puts it on. Mm -hmm. And it's where you get nominated. Businesses get nominated yeah. and then people vote. Yeah. So Pure Bliss won number one Best of the Best hair salon in Peoria, Illinois. How, that is awesome. Isn't that so awesome? I And I have to say, I am not surprised yeah. that they have because – when you treat people well, yeah, people know. Yeah, they value. They people. notice, mm -hmm. and I mean, their owner she does a phenomenal mm -hmm. job of just valuing people and truly making you feel. And of course, it's her business, but making you feel like I am so happy you're here. And her staff does the same, the same thing. And so, um, if you've never, if maybe you're looking for a new salon or you need a massage, you've maybe got mm -hmm. some money to spend after Mother's Day, and you mm -hmm. want to go get a massage. Check out Pure Bliss because um, they're really phenomenal. And if you tell them that the H&H &H Hour sent you, you will get 20% off. And Heather, I've had a couple of people tell me, like, I went in, mm -hmm. but I felt bad asking for a discount, so I, I didn't say anything. Yeah. And so say something yeah. because it helps them know, too, that their sponsorship is reaching people. Yeah. And also it gets you a discount. And then you'll know, like, is this something you want to continue with? Right. And um, it's just a great opportunity to experience a wonderful salon and get a little bit of a discount. Absolutely. And you can find all of their services and pricing and products at pureblisspeoria.com. And as always, we'll have it all on our social media too. So thanks for so much for listening. Yeah. Thanks for being willing to listen to our rants every now and then. Our deep talks. So yeah. Yeah. We didn't plan on it going deep like that today, but oh we well. didn't. That's okay. <laughs> all right. We love you all. Thanks for listening. We'll talk with you next time.